welcome to Love and Justice episode 16. First of all, for everyone who's been asking, now that Cute High Earth Defense Club Love is over, we will be doing a recap episode at some point in the next few weeks. Secondly, this weekend is the last weekend to go see Lola in Wet Hot American Summer, the play, so be sure to listen for all the details on that at the end of this episode. And most importantly, this weekend is also WonderCon, and we're going to be there. On Saturday, in honor of the new episode of Sailor Moon Crystal that will be released, Kelby and I will be cosplaying Sailor Uranus and Sailor Venus, respectively, so we shouldn't be too hard to find. If you're there and you're a fan of the podcast, we'd love to say hi. So tweet at us or hit us up on Facebook, and hopefully we'll get to see some of you there. Now back to this week's episode, we'll be covering Sailor Moon Crystal episode 16, act 16 of the manga, and episode 71 of the 90s anime. I apologize in advance for Kelby's inexplicable and irrational hatred of the Disney film for which this episode of the 90s anime clearly served as the source material. like such a thing in the 90s like circa I don't know like 95 96 it was um, like this holy trinity of psychedelic mushrooms lava lamps yes and jerry bears yes yep my brother had the lava lamp I had the jerry bear (laughs) no one had the psychedelic mushroom uh, no, no, we skipped those. I, oh, okay. I drew the mushrooms. I didn't take mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I drew pictures of them on a lot of things. Yeah. You know what else was really big in the 90s? Go on. Redeeming villains. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? That feels about as forced as a 13-year-old pretending they know what mushrooms do. Yep, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, yes. So uh, for anybody who's not super familiar with how everything went down in the 90s anime regarding the Black Moon Clan. That would be me since I skipped everything that had Chibiusa in it. (laughs) Me me too. So the thing that's kind of interesting actually about the 90s Sailor Moon Black Moon Clan is it's only like 19 episodes because before that they had all that Ail and On stuff for a long time. So they don't actually have quite as much filler Yet they Yet still they do. decided to yeah. ignore the manga mostly. They I still f- found a way to carve all of the plot out of it. Yeah. yeah. I, when I was watching it today, I was thinking about it, and I'm just like, uh, and the tiny bits of Sailor Moon are that I do remember. Yeah. Because I, I don't remember a lot of Black Moon Clan stuff. Yeah. I remember a lot of Alan and Anne stuff. Yeah. But I don't remember Black Moon Clan, and it, I, I can see why I hated Sailor Moon are the most mm-hmm. out of everything. It's so interesting because now rereading the manga and watching how Sailor Moon Crystal is interpreting it, I'm like, this is such a good story arc. Yeah. Yep. And it's just not in the 90s no. anime. I, I mean, the plot changes they make are so strange and unnecessary. To me. Completely unnecessary. Basically, with the Spectre Sisters, they take them from being these really dark, threatening villains Mm -hmm. to making them these, like, catty, vain girls who are just all vying for Rubius's attention all the time. But don't you know that's how we do girls for 90s Sailor Moon? (laughs) We just claw each other's eyes out over boys. one setting in 90s Sailor Moon, at least until the Infinity Arc. I feel like the Infinity Arc is when they got their shit together. It is definitely better than the first two story arcs. And this, to me, I have to say, in the 90s, and, like... 
you know, I there are things that I have problems with in the first story arc of Sailor Moon, the yeah. Dark Kingdom arc, but overall, this is so much worse. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, you say one, I feel like we're seeing two different settings of two different types of girls. Mm-hmm. I, we're seeing clawing each other's eyes out, but then we're also seeing reformed for no reason. I don't care about any of the things I used to care about, but I'm not going to explain why. Yeah. Yeah, you're and absolutely right. The fact that I've changed is only evidenced by the fact that I don't care about anything anything well, anymore. I don't think it's really a <laughs> I mean, yes, the the story arc with the Black Moon clan is like Wise Man is basically their Metallia. Like mm-hmm. they're not as bad as all that. Right, right. But I'm not really under the impression that like they're straight up possessed no. and that like you can be healed of the black moon in the no. middle of your forehead. That's like no. part of you. That's yeah. that's the black moon clan. You wouldn't have been easily manipulated if you weren't already like kind of bad. Kind of dark. Yeah. I feel like that's totally. how that These works. People, the, you're, the Spectre sisters are villains. Like that's it. They're yeah. not misunderstood. They, they, they just they, they're not needing to be like killed. Like they're bad guys. They yeah, want to yeah. be bad guys. They yeah. want to mess stuff. And that up. really was a thing in like nineties, t- like late eighties, early nineties TV shows. Mm-hmm. It was like the villains just needed friends, or yeah. like they were misunderstood. Oh my god! You know what show does that now, and it explains why I'm one hundred percent done with it. <laughs> Once upon a time. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, sorry for all the well, oncers out there, guys. I, 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 I didn't know anyone was still watching. No, there are people. There are people who are my still mom, watching it. My mom is one of them, and uh, I, I love you all, but uh, you're just wrong. Oh, well, and, you're wrong. And you know, speaking of Once Upon a Time, like very specifically, when I was touring with Missoula Children's Theater, one of the shows I did was Rumpelstiltskin. And our executive director who wrote it was basically like, one of the reasons I like this show so much is because Rumpelstiltskin is a bad guy. Yeah. He doesn't need friends. He doesn't, like, need to eat a sandwich. No. He's just evil. He's, he's a bad dude. Yeah. yeah. He's super evil. And kids need to know that sometimes there are just bad people. Yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? Like, that's an important lesson for children. It totally is. Well, just even as even as um as, as someone who's writing a compelling story, like, you, you need... You need villains that enjoy being bad. Yeah. Because if every villain is just bad because nobody loved them enough, all you have is an after school special. Mm-hmm. We all of us, it's the reason that the, the pop culture things that we love stick around. It's yeah. because there's someone who's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm evil because it feels great. Mm, yum, 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 yum. Murder and robbery. Well, because the problem <laughs> is when you keep redeeming these villains, basically what you're implying is that these villains don't believe in their own point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is what makes a compelling villain. And right. that is actually why I like the Black Moon Clan story arc so much in the manga is because they're totally on board with their point of view, yeah. which is that like the people of Crystal Tokyo, like the royal family and the guardians are awful and mm-hmm. they have made a terrible life for everybody. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like uh, uh, Ahmad in Legend of Korra. Exactly. Cora and all of the anti-benders. Exactly. Like, they believe that they are right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's even more disturbing is that you can see why they would think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Legend of Korra. The whole time that the anti-benders were going on their tirades, I'm like, I get it. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. I think it's wrong, but I, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so we are talking about the sort of Sailor Mercury and Bertier-centric uh, oh, episodes I'm sorry. Here. Do you mean Jazzer size Elsa? <laughs> oh, see, I was going with Chess Elsa or <laughs> Chelsea. I mean... <laughs> 
the uh, end of the 90s anime episode, which is episode 71, uh, pretty much ends pretty the much exact frozen. same way as Frozen. It, so. is fro- <laughs> no, it, it is literally frozen. The last 10 minutes of this episode, literally frozen. <laughs> I, I think whoever created Frozen... I hate you for that as well. Sorry. Oh, oh you are I like them. I you're know. Out, you're out. I know. <laughs> but I like. I mean, I like the music. <laughs> I've got that soundtrack. I'll I'll sing that shit all day. But <laughs> I I wonder if the people who created Frozen liked Sailor Moon and saw this episode. I the- mean, Bertier looks exactly like Elsa. That's what I'm saying. So- like, what if Elsa was like their little nod to me, like, guys, remember that cartoon we Sailor liked Moon. when we were kids? So Did you good. ever watch Sailor Moon? Uh, what if, if she there. had ice powers? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Or what if, what if they had loved this show, they completely <laughs> forgot about this arc, they make Frozen, they're going about their life, their kid is like, oh, look, this show's on Hulu, and they're, they sit down and go, oh, I loved watching this. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Maybe nobody will notice. Maybe nobody will notice. Everybody noticed. We all saw it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't remember it. I mean, I remember now. Oh, are we going to get sued? Are we going to get sued? No. Yeah. I would like to point out, though, that much as I find the Black Moon arc irritating the way they did it in the 90s anime, uh, the opening sequences are amazing. Whoa! So much better. Where did that come like, from? Okay, so the first opening sequence in Sailor Moon R I loved, which we previously established on the podcast. They took a lot of that footage and put it in the yeah, American opening yeah, for did. the She Is the One Named Sailor Moon song. Right. Um, but this episode had a new opening, and it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, man, there were like like Salvador Dali clocks flying yeah, around yeah. and like stars of David just whooshing <laughs> everywhere. Oh, no. Everybody had like cool power poses. Yeah, and yeah. then like it ends with them all like overlooking Crystal Tokyo it, on like a mountainside. It, it was so cool. It looked like what anime intros do now. Yeah, yeah totally. Where it's like really cool like visual mm-hmm. like hints. Well, it was stuff. funny too watching it because I was like, I think that people saw this and they're like, man, this show is awesome and everybody just remembers how cool the opening sequence was. Just like everybody remembers how cool the battle with Beryl was yeah, and they forget yeah, all the ridiculousness yeah, about it. Exactly. I think that explains a lot. Exactly. If, so If I could see 30 minutes of that opening every week, this show would Done. be the greatest show ever. Every <laughs> other show go home. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That opening was dope. Yeah. But they still use that wacky music I to have know. a, here's what's going to happen on this week. <laughs> so it starts uh. off with uh, Ami and Usagi playing chess. This is how we're introduced to the idea that this whole episode is going to be about chess. Yeah. <laughs> is it just me or does the animation... Look terrible look really in weird. this episode. Yeah, I'm not saying that Crystal is flawless. No. Crystal's got its problems. Oh, but I feel like this particular episode of the 90s anime, everyone's got like bubble face. They do. I actually said that to Lola okay, good. when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. No, I was like, what is going on with the animation in this episode? They all it's have everywhere. super round faces. Yeah. They all look like they're about 10. Yeah. Like, it was super weird. Like, everybody's got weird bubble faces. A lot yeah. of the eye- the bouncing eyebrow thing. Yeah, lots of, lots of bouncing, astonished eyebrows. You all know. You all know what I'm talking. about. Uh, you all seeing it in your brains at home. Yeah, it's the irritated expression. Right, that's right. just one Twitchy, eyebrow, eyebrow. Mm-hmm. the size of your head that is just pinging around your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one who's no. that. So basically, there's a scene. They're in Usagi's bedroom. They're playing chess. Ami, of course, beats Usagi, even though Usagi was apparently studying up on how to be good at chess. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then Which that part uh, I liked. Yeah, I liked that too. I, I liked that. I didn't mind that scene. I kind of liked the bit afterwards where like Usagi was like, Makoto, you'd be even worse than me at chess. And she's like, yeah, I'm not exactly calm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Shibiusa beats her at chess. Yeah. Which I liked in theory. Uh-huh. Except she wasn't such a jerk Ex- about it. Yes, that's she's exactly like, what it she's is. She's like, hey, I bet I'm better at chess than you because you're a piece of garbage. Uh, why is Chibiusa so... Oh, you know what? I just solved a mystery. I was about to be like, why is Chibiusa so freaking mean in this version? Look at her dad. Oh. <laughs> I true. learned from watching you, you dad. dad. Oh. I learned from watching you. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, man. I think I just solved one of the great mysteries of the 90s anime. That's true. As Sondheim Sondheim taught us, be careful what you say. Mm -hmm. Children Children will will listen. listen. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. You just recently watched Into the Woods, didn't you? (laughs) I knew nothing about it before I walked into that movie theater. (laughs) Uh, Though, side note, that song was actually inspired by the song in South Pacific, You Have to Be Taught. Where basically they sing about like you have to be taught to be racist. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. Good on you, South Pacific. Yeah, because uh, uh, Oscar Hammerstein was like a big mentor oh, of right. Stephen Sondheim's. So nice. Yeah. Yep. Very that was cool. that's what inspired the song. Children will listen. Little fun musical theater yeah. trivia for you. And that is musical theater with <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I liked that Chibiusa beat Usagi at yeah. chess because I thought it was cute and realistic, but then she was such an asshole about it. Chibiusa was an asshole right, about right. it. So. Uh, and then Typical. Ami at the end of the scene is like, I have to go to the chess tower, which my response to that was, "There's a what's a chess tower? Right. And then when they get there, it looks like a Vegas casino. It does. It totally does. It looks like, because it's got like a giant rook on the mm-hmm. roof of it. There's like giant bishop and knights and pawns like yeah. scattered across. Like, why does this have to be such a big facility first off? How many people are in there playing chess? I does this serve as a as a an additional facility to other sports besides I, chess? I really don't know because the it's only huge. time we see a lot of people in there is when like the actual chess competition is going on. Right. Otherwise, What's there is there literally for? no Wait. one in the lobby. That's all I'm guys, guys, is this like one of those weird things that North Korea does where when they oh. want to look like they're good at something, they build like a a luxury um, hotel and they only put people in like three rooms of it and be like, this is for guests. And you go, there are 10 guests in your country. And they go, yeah, but this is for guests. (laughs) What else? Uh, Nothing else. Go home. When when you all leave, we're just going to close it up and not come back anymore. Uh, I don't know. No comment. (laughs) So we see this building that is literally looks like a kid's like nursery rhyme land park. And someone feels the need to inform everyone else it's inspired by the fact that he likes to play chess. Oh, gee. Shocking. I never wow. could have guessed. I would have arrived there on my <laughs> no own. No kidding. Although I will say uh, it is nice to have an establishment that not made for the purposes of like capturing people. I will, I will agree oh. with that. Because that was what I thought was going to have. I was like, well, why are we going to establishments ever? Have we not learned yet? And this for once is an establishment that's like legitimately <gasps> you know, you know made. This is a legitimate did, establishment. It did actually right. already exist. They do discuss <laughs> that it is about to have its like grand opening or that yeah. this is like a presentation. Right, yeah. right. And, and it's not and evil. it's not that kind, yeah. Yeah. It's like a real thing. It totally wow. And we know the dude who runs it. Yeah. Yeah, he was like Ami's chess mentor. Yeah, which, and he knew her grandpa. He, yes, he knew her grandfather. And he looks like a cute little Muppet. Uh, he he does. does. He looks like, for uh, for anyone who ever watched today's special, which was a late 70s kids show, he looks like the puppet 
uh, night watchman security guard oh, named wow. Sam. Got a big old mustache. Nice. He looks like Sam from today's special. Yep. So they go to the chess tower and when we first get there is when um, Bertier actually shows up. Now how she got there is there's this <laughs> scene of her and Rubius and Calaveras and uh, Pets all like seeing Koan in her Ooh. new life. Which <laughs> we have not discussed yeah. that episode yet. So um, we, we sh- actually won't. I mean, yeah. we, it we doesn't theor- have an equivalent. It, it, yeah. I mean, but it, the equivalent sort of is the last episode, but that's more equivalent to when Chibiusa first shows up. So yeah, but I, for the sake of our for the sake of our viewers yes. who yeah. have not seen this episode. Um, this character is a just villain. randomly now working at a store. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically what happened was she got healed in the end of the right. last episode with the power of friendship. It was like she and Sailor Mars faced off. There was some to do with Chad. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So basically at the end of it, like she believes in human love and kindness. And so then Sailor Moon uses the silver crystal. Not an attack. She just literally like puts her brooch up in the air and it's like, Moon crystal power. And it just And then she yeah, uses the rod after that. Uh, well, that's what no. she does to Bertier. What did she do that to yeah. Bertier? Yeah, I she, must have it was the, out. Well, it was the crystal power, and then it was the rod. Oh, so I can okay. only assume it was the same thing for Carl. Yeah, I. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This girl that we when we first met her like trashes the shrine. Yeah, and to tries try to, to kidnap Chibiusa is now working in retail. Yeah, <laughs> and liking yeah. it. Basically, when they get healed, they get a new outfit and a job. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I wish college was like that. But, I mean, it's just so... So, basically, we should have become villains... Yes. ...instead of going to college. Yeah. I mean, my degree was useless either way. I I should have just been a villain. (laughs) (laughs) I do have to say, I did... Like the music that was playing during the scene where, like, the other Spectre sisters and Rubius were all judging Koan for, yeah, like, changing her lifestyle. Sometimes this, this music is not yeah. too bad. Yeah. Sometimes. Every now and then there's a winner. Yeah. So Bertier is like, I'm going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the chess tower wearing a checkerboard dress. Uh, here's, all right. <laughs> That's the, here's the thing about... 90s Sailor Moon. I'm wearing a theme for this. All it's the wrong the, game. Yeah, right? <laughs> All of the outfits in 90s Sailor Moon, just fashion choices. Who, what Um, was mm, happening mm. in, fashion-wise, what was happening in Japan at the time? Is it something that Naoko Takauchi was like, this is what the kids wear? Or is it just something she made up? Because, like, the fashion is so bad. They have some offensive outfits in the manga, but they're not as bad as the anime. Like, Is it because they're not in color? Maybe, maybe they would be terrible if they were in color. I, I can't really speak to that. <laughs> this is the one thing that I weirdly do know a bunch about. Okay. And it's not the, not the, I cannot speak for the anime. Okay. I know that the manga itself, mm-hmm. most of the outfits are directly inspired from runway fashion. Oh. Yeah. I do know, I know um, about most the Spectre of, Sisters um, outfit. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Dark Lady's outfit is a couture gown yeah. from a runway. Yeah. Like and most the, of that stuff. All the Spectre Sisters as well, especially, I think it's Pets who has the, Gold the green and red one. Oh, oh no. no, that's uh, uh, Calaveras. Calaveras is yeah. golden red. Is an actual runway outfit. Yeah, oh, that's cool. As Most is mo- and so is um, Princess Serenity's out uh, yeah. dress. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. A, Her it's gown. straight from a runway. Yeah, but I think the people who wrote the anime were like, "Hey, so um, dresses they look weird in these cartoons, right? Okay, cool. Just uh, make a weird dress with some squares on it." 
because it's weird like the other ones so yeah. I was like I think those are based on couture no just make it weird like <laughs> I would not have had a problem with this if it were a black and white dress I, you know yeah. like a chess board right granted some chess boards are black and red but like by and large they are black and white those right. chess boards are bullshit <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for also, you I also chess just boards felt are like, black and red I also just felt you are like liars it was a very scandalous outfit to wear to a chess match yeah, I don't know uh, yeah I I mean it's one it's a dress for going out you know what totally I mean that's a that's a going is. out party dress that's not a yep. I'm gonna sit here and play a chess dress yeah so she basically uh, like antagonizes Usagi and Makoto when they show up at because they're like so Ami's already there and mm-hmm. she's like having a chit chat with her Jisan uh grandpa yeah figure friend, yeah. friend uh and the other girls show up at the tower like with her and yeah, and like Bertie like antagonizes them for a while. I- I'm not really sure and what was going on there. Yeah, like she's antagonizing them and I wait for a fight to break out and then I realize, oh, she doesn't know who they are. Yeah. She yeah. just randomly picked some local teenagers to be mean <laughs> to, to us. Yeah, which is interesting. <laughs> there was no point to that. She was just like, oh, look, some people I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to be mean to them. Which is interesting because in, in Crystal... They, they know. know who they are. They yeah. know who the Sailor Scouts are. There's yeah. a point to them being assholes. Yeah. 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 And this, she was just an asshole because she felt like it. Yeah. What's up, you stupid local idiots? Okay. So, um, <laughs> dressed like a checkerboard. <laughs> so, something that they did establish uh, in episodes we haven't talked about uh, that was unique to the anime, as far as I can recall, mm-hmm. though, maybe as I keep reading the manga, they'll revisit this and maybe it was in the manga I don't know but as far as I know it's only in the anime that basically they are trying to hunt down all the crystal points so the crystal points are the like foundation of crystal Tokyo in the future but they already exist in the present like they always existed and then when crystal Tokyo came to be basically like Sailor Moon and company like activated them and built this, you know, neo magical utopia. Exactly. So the Black Moon clan now having traveled back in time, because they're from the 30th century. Right. Now having traveled back in time are actually trying to destroy those in the present to prevent Crystal Tokyo from ever happening in the future. And I get it. This is this is first contact shit. Yeah, exactly. This is the board. (laughs) Okay. And chess tower is one of the points. It is, yeah. So the chess tower is one of the points. So basically, like uh, Bertier goes to like destroy it with her dark waters, and Ami shows up. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, stop, you stop, stop doing that." So then she transforms into Sailor Mercury right. in front of her. Right, and and then Bertier is like, "What?" And that was the moment that I was like, "Oh, they don't, they don't, they know, don't who know anybody is." That's so yeah, weird. It's yeah, super weird. And then Chess Elsa tells Mercury to go to hell. Yep, she yeah. does tell her to go to hell. Yeah. I liked that. I like she, that the villains swear. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. 90s Bertier is much meaner than Sailor Moon Crystal Bertier. She is, but she's also like a like mean little girl. You know, yeah. like I didn't feel like she, I just felt like she was a little girl like pulling people's pigtails. Uh. Not like a legit villain. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe it was her voice. Her voice is like super youthful in yeah. the 90s anime. Uh, yeah, so Ami uses Shine Aqua Illusion and basically stops her from mm-hmm. contaminating the, uh, that, that's exact, the, the plan is actually to contaminate the crystal points to basically build like nega crystal Tokyo, <laughs> which by the way, in the deke dub, it was not the Black Moon Clan, 
it was the Negamoon. Uh, oh my god, that's right. Oh my god, I forgot. Uh, well, you know, I just have to say Nega everything. Yep. Uh, yep. Um. Also, weird side note. Uh. I think with the Spectre Sisters in the 90s anime, simply because Koan has sort of like a cat ear yeah. hairstyle, they decided to make both she and um, Bertier like have animal names. Did they? Yeah, Koan was Catsy oh. and Bertier was Birdie. I do remember Birdie. Yeah. I forgot about yep. Catsy. Yep. And then with, uh, with Pets and Calaveras, they went with the like gemstone theme basically yeah. b- because you know sapphire is kind of like sapphire right. and demand is kind of like diamond so he was actually prince diamond and prince sapphire right uh esmerode was emerald yes rubius was still rubius uh and then uh with uh pets was prisma prism prisma? yeah prisma it was prisma and uh calaveras was avery i don't know why that's just like a name <laughs> yeah i did, and i just figured out i just figured out another uh um sailor moon clue in the lunar chronicles oh Thanks, Oh. <laughs> God damn those books. You clever. You clever, clever books. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so then the other girls show up and Sailor Moon, well, just Makoto and Usagi. Basically, Makoto and Usagi are like the only ones in this episode. Like Chibiusa was in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The other girls, they all show up finally at the end like they to don't, watch the chess they never match. Fight. Yeah, but they don't do anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so they show up and Ami's like, uh, oh no, I transformed in front of her. She knows who I am. And they're mm-hmm. like, whatever, she'll be back yeah, and then like, you can we'll beat her. figure it <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. No big deal. It's no big. Yeah. That, that, that. Yeah. Obviously, nobody's really that concerned about people guess, knowing their secret identity. Not. No, I guess not. Yeah. Whatever. As we say, it's not something we have to deal with in the manga or in Sailor Moon Crystal because they just know who they are. Right. Um, yeah. So then there's a lovely scene of Bertier back in like the Black Moon hideout, which I believe is supposed to be on a UFO. I think. Uh, so <laughs> she's sitting there and much like Koan in the last episode we discussed, she's talking about how she got injured and <clears throat> how gross. dare she like attack my beautiful face and her sisters show up. So Pets and Avery show up and antagonize her. Yeah. Pets they, and Calaveras. I'm confusing I, names I right now. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, they, no, they, it's fine. They zip fine. on out through the mirror and go, oh, are you bleeding? That's disgusting. Ew, gross. How are you doing? Good? Bad? Ew. Yeah, they're so mean. They're wow. super mean. I'd really hate to be you right now because you're not doing so good. Right? Like, you know we don't tolerate losers in this yeah. family. You know who bleeds? Losers. I... I that is basically, basically the conversation. How it goes down. Uh, oh, yeah. And they tell her that they're like, if we were you, we'd kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> that is a direct yeah. quote. Like, oh, my like, God. You're not so pretty anymore. So you should probably just kill yourself. <laughs> oh, you my don't, God. You don't want Rubius to see that you screwed everything up. Yeah. You should just be gone forever. I know. So messed up. Okay, bye. I love you. Yeah. So Bertier goes like back down to earth to the uh, chess, chess tower yeah. and decides to enroll in what is supposed to be the world chess tournament. Right. Yet there is no one else in the lobby. No. And <laughs> also Ami, who is just a local high school student, was just able to like, there was just a sign up. Like, yeah. You could just sign up. Yeah, you <laughs> could just, re- it's the world chess tournament, but you could just go up there and like 
register. Because she says earlier, what's the cutoff to sign up? And he's like, oh, 6 p.m. Oh, 6 p.m. Yeah. Like, oh, like it's a, a, the local talent show. Exactly. Like, oh, I'll just go put yeah. my name on the list for the like, world. But it's it. like you show up, put your name on a list, and play that day. You don't have to, like, qualify yeah. for it or Right, anything. yeah. It's like, oh, sweet. Russia came and signed up. I yeah. hope I get to play against So them. then there was a super <laughs> weird scene where Bertier is registering for the chess tournament oh, and yeah. is like, and they ask her her name, and she's like, I haven't thought of a name yet. So she's like, brainwashes, brainwashes the, the secretary. Yeah, which is so unnecessary. She just made name. something up. Just, yeah, I don't understand what, like, what was that supposed right, to prove? Because it wasn't like she showed up and and the girl was like, have you registered? What's your name? Yeah. She's like, what name do you want me to register you under? Yeah, so apparently there wasn't a huge turnout at the World Chess Tournament. <laughs> and even though the cutoff was yesterday at 6 p.m., we are still taking entries. Totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. Don't worry about it. What name do you want me to write Yeah, <laughs> I mean, unless I misinterpreted it, but... What, but, like, her inner monologue there is, yeah, oh, no, I, I haven't come um, up with a name yeah. yet. And then I was waiting for her to come up with a name that she would be like, that sounds like a good name. Right. Yeah. Or, and then she just doesn't say any name. She no. Just, yeah, she just brainwashes the receptionist. <laughs> she goes, what name? I need to pick a name. And the girl goes, right this way. It made zero sense. Like, like it, Tommy it, was so level yeah. of, like, yeah. the thing that's supposed to come next doesn't happen, but someone responds as if they heard it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the things in You're my favorite chess player. <laughs> Bye, doggy. Bye, doggy. <laughs> so, so one of the things that happened in the scene where Ami was playing chess with her like chess mentor, basically, is that he was like, Oh, you used to play chess because you were lonely, but now you seem much happier. So he's like real happy that she has friends now yeah. who are sitting behind him in like the bleachers at the world at chess the, tournament. Yeah. Uh, so it's all the all the girls are there now, mm-hmm. uh, and they're like cheering Ami on in the fastest chess matches yeah. in the history Just of ever. Drop it like flies. So all basically, yeah. the way that they establish the game is going on is you see like everybody's portraits up on a big screen, like Brady Bunch style. Brady Bunch style, exactly. And then as they win, you know, they, it's like brackets, and they yeah. move in, and until finally, it's just Two Ami pictures. and Bertier. Yeah. But this all happens in the span of, I kid you not, three minutes. Oh, see, I would have said two minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're Boop, giving game over. way more credit. Boop, game over. Boop, game over. Yeah. Boop, game so over. Is Everyone it, was just really shitty. That's what I was going to say. Is chess. everybody else there just really bad at chess? Yes. It comes down to um, Berthier. It comes down to Mercury. And it comes down to someone who looks sort of like, like an anime Bob Saget from Full House. Yes, yeah, he did. Oh, he my did. God. And you're like... Oh, it's down to these three. Oh, I hope that Mercury's not to pay. Boop. Oh, Bob Saget's gone. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so then it gets to be the match between Bertier and Ami. And Bertier, like, whips out these, like, jeweled chess pieces. Anybody who brings their own chess pieces to a game is obviously cheating. Exactly. I'm just putting that out I agree. Out there. I'm like, why do they not have a problem with her using these? But then... Like she, they play with her whole set. Yeah. It's not like she's like, I'm just going to use these black pieces. You stick with those white ones. Right. She also gives Ami jeweled chess pieces. Yeah. And, and has she been doing that in every game I she's playing? I don't know. Because they didn't show it. Right. They didn't show it. And also, I, I was waiting for those pieces to like confuse you. Yeah. Or cast a spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you would think something was a pawn and you'd look again and it was a knight. Right, but they don't do anything. We don't see them do anything at all. Yeah, unless they're the one, unless, because, right, Ami starts playing the game and then like bad things start happening and then the sailor scouts come in and they try to like 
help, and then she puts them in a bubble. Well, she, uh, well, ultimately. And then they she, play chess. Right. Well, she beats Bertier at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She beats her and in the first round. Mad. And then, <laughs> this is a direct quote. So basically, uh, they play with these jeweled chess pieces. We're like, I don't know. She just likes to play with pretty chess pieces. Yeah. They seem to have no payoff at all. I'm pretty no. sure the World but Chess Championship would have some regular standardized pieces. They would. Yeah. They absolutely would. But then, like, when she gets mad and then the girls come mm-hmm. and then they have a, their, like, second match. Right. The... Um, like every time Ami loses a piece, yeah. she gets frozen, frozen. more. Yeah, is exactly. that because of the chess pieces? Or is that just Bertier doing shit? It's vi- like it's well, really unclear. Uh, I think that she says it is directly linked to the chess pieces. Okay, so that then, like every time you lose a piece, yeah. you're gonna start right. to freeze up. So then that's the only well, because thing that those chess pieces do. Yes, it is. So did she do that to all the other that's people? What I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or is were they like, just worse at chess than she was? I don't know. I don't really know. Because we don't just, see the chess matches. What if what if she just like <laughs> hit them all over the head with like a brick? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I won. Well, and everyone's like, sounds legit. As far <laughs> as we can tell, they're not actually watching any of the matches except the finals because yeah. we never see anybody yeah, like yeah. in the arena. And even then you don't see like the actual people playing. We just see the pictures. You just, yeah. see, you just see like this hologram screen and the pieces yeah. like like Windows 95 <laughs> graphics move and that like is take, true. take pieces. That's totally true. Uh, I would like to point out that when they're encased in like the evil doom bubble yeah. and uh, and uh, Bertier's like, Ami, I challenge you to a game of chess. Uh, Usagi says, you've no right to challenge Ami to chess, not by a million years plus. What? what? Yeah. That line like, confused Guys, you didn't, you didn't know that's something that chess players say? Come on. <laughs> I... All chess players say that thing you just said, like, so like for normal. Confusing. A million years plus. Yeah, and then of course, plus what? Uh, plus infinity. Plus one. Plus what? What? Uh, also, also, uh, to take it back a step, when um the first chess match ends, Berthier um like freezes up the screens and like the screen goes dead and everyone in the auditorium is like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the guy who owns this building and is running the World Chess Championship is like, oh, I gotta do something. And some people he's just met who are teenage girls go, don't worry, we'll check it out. And he goes, okay, <laughs> okay. sure yeah. thing, teenagers. I'll great. just sit here and wait for you to come back. Yeah. He's old. Give him a break. Oh, he's precious. <laughs> I did. I did actually. He's like an old him. precious man with a precious mustache. Yeah. Uh, then they're all in the evil doom bubble. Sailor Mars tries to break them out using burning mandala, which, which goes exactly I, as you expect. I mean, it to I go. appreciated that she tried it though, which because you know when oh, we yeah. were in oh, the yeah. North Pole and we could conjure fire, we didn't. So yeah. it was nice that this was, she, she learned. Obviously, I actually did think that was pretty funny. Yeah. I feel like if I had the power to create fire things, I would just be like, without even yeah. thinking about it, I'd yeah. be like, fire will solve this, and everyone would say, no, n- no, yeah. not every time, not all the yeah. time. Also, um. Chess Elsa uh, Berthier also says um, a really metal thing, which is cool. She says, death is the only cure for fools. And I yeah. was like, that's awesome. She's cold-blooded. She, is, she told someone to go to hell, and she says, death is the only cure for fools. I'm kind of digging it. Yeah. Uh, so... Ami's like losing the chess match right. pretty badly. Slowly She's gotten frozen. pretty frozen, but yeah. she has a moment of being like, no, I need to rescue my friends. Then all of a sudden, Tuxedo Mask's yeah. rose throwing is really useful. Yeah. He throws a rose and shatters like one of Bertier's uh, chess pieces. pieces yeah. And 
unfreezes Ami. Unfreezes Ami. And then he says a glorious <gasps> chess metaphor. And disappears. That I can't remember now. I'm so mad I didn't write it down I word know. for word. It was such a good chess and metaphor. And by disappears, we mean Dis- you don't even see him on screen. It's There's true. a whooshing sound. <laughs> And then he's just gone. Yeah. And you only see him like in a corner for like a hot second. He says his chess bit and then he's gone. So basically what we are to understand is there's a secret chess move that mm-hmm. no one else knew, which is flower trumps <laughs> everything <laughs> else that happens on a board. Is yeah. Well, in the next chess tournament mm-hmm. I enroll in, I'm bringing all the roses. I'm just yeah. dumping them onto and the I board. Yep. Dominating. Yep. You're going to be the next Bobby Fisher. Yes, I am. <laughs> Yes, I, I am. Okay, so much as I enjoyed Tuxedo Mask's rose throwing being super, like, helpful for a change instead of just generally distracting, <laughs> uh, I didn't like that it took the focus away of, like, Ami working through her own, like, demons to rescue her friends. Yeah. Like, I've, like it should have been, like, a Jumanji situation. Like, the only way to unfreeze myself and save my mm. friends is to win the game. Right. Yeah. I got, I mean. That was a, what I thought it was going to be. But then it turns into Frozen. Yeah, it this is this is the moment when it becomes frozen. Literally does. Yeah, the chess pieces all get uh so then Ami and uh and Bertier are still playing this chess game. Pets and Calavera show up. Right. And are like, "Hey sister, we're here to support you." And then like after the tuxedo mask thing goes down, like all the chess pieces get knocked over. So then they're like, "Never mind, bye." Peace out. It's it's the fastest. It's this <laughs> fast one, two, three. I didn't write it down, but I remember being aware. I was like, I need to remember that this just happened. It's things are going well. They show up. Hey, we're here to see take take a share of the glory. We're going to steal all your glory. Oh, things don't seem to be going well. You should kill yourself. Nothing you did was going to work by. Yep, and it all takes place in about half the time I just used to do it. And then all of a sudden, Berthier is like super upset that her sisters, who she has not really seemed to like, like they don't like each other. No, they're not supportive at all. There's no closeness except for the weird... So, uh, P.S., Koan... Koan has been at the chess tournament with the girls. Yeah, she, she goes She's to. our BFF now. All of a sudden. She, yeah. had, she had the day off yeah. at the store. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, that, that's another problem I have. It's like, if they got healed, you would think it would be like, they'd start new lives, they'd go far away, they wouldn't right. have any memories of yeah. their, their terrible past. Kind of like, like in Pretty Guardian, totally. when the Shitano are like, yes. Amnesiac. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, get, like, you get fully like just, dropped off with a whole new set of memories. Yeah. But no, they, nope. yeah. Yeah. So Kwan's been at the tournament the whole time. Kwan runs in about the time that like Jazzercise Elsa is having a crisis. Yep. And then there's this montage of her and Kwan being all close and lo- and like loving and shit. Yeah. But it's like, and they're playing the violin music that plays when people you really care about yes. are caring about other yeah. people. And yep. But the, it's like there's nothing before that no. montage no. that hinted that they were like that. No, not at all. And I mean, basically, it's like you said, like, this is literally the end of Frozen. Like It is. Like, Bertier is like, I'm upset. I'm all alone. Yeah. Her ice powers are, like, out of control. She's right. like, I'm just going to freeze everything, and I'm going to take you yeah. all with me. I'm going to kill you. Koan's like, no, no I love you. Yeah. Yep. We could do this together. Yep. No, I'll just hurt you. No, I love you. It's it's. it's Frozen! <laughs> it's fucking yeah. frozen! Basically, the love between sisters makes everything right with the world, and Bertier is able to unfreeze everyone. And then she gets a 
brand new life as job. well. Yep, she also gets a new outfit and a job. Yeah, a more wholesome, more wholesome outfit. Yep. And then they're hanging out in Usagi's room playing chess, which is weird to me. Yeah, why? Why aren't they in their own retail purchased apartment yeah. Yeah. playing chess with each other? Yeah, why are they just? We're just hanging out with the senshi. Yeah, I don't know. it's weird. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like this is like a great setup for a spinoff sitcom where <laughs> all of the villains who get defeated that, and become good all move into the same house together. <laughs> oh my it's god, like, it's like real world Sailor Moon villains. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's like a cross between real world and the Waltons, and they all have to oh learn how to make do. <laughs> With a normal day-to-day life. Good night, Koan. Good night, Bertier. Good night, Rubius. Good night, Seth. That's the Waltons, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> I already said good night to you. Turn that light off. Yeah. So, yeah, I literally I literally wrote down Usagi uses the silver crystal to give Bertier an outfit and a job. And then I wrote, the fuck was that ending? I feel like I feel like this whole thing, the like healing them and giving them new lives is because we weren't allowed to kill anybody in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. Because they do die horrific deaths in the manga. Oh yeah. But, you know, cuz that's I mean, how that's how everybody does the, in the manga. The manga is super into horrific deaths. Yeah. So Face is, melting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Here is my follow-up question. Yes. So these villains mm-hmm. who have become reformed have, yeah. s- have seen the error of their ways, have mm-hmm. their memories of their previous lives. Mm-hmm. Why are these villains not working with Sailor Moon and her friends and saying, listen, right. this is the plan. Right. This is what's happening. This is where they're going next. You need to find these points and oh protect them. Oh my God, them. I never even thought about that. I just have so many problems with it. And this just like really you is a lot of on the right cake. All the information. Oh yeah. my and God. you are good now. And you're like, I'm sure they'll figure it out. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, you not, guys have all the cards. You could not, end not, this now. They're not even mentioning anything like, dude, we're from the future. That little girl over there, she's from the future. She's your kid. And we are shit after is her. bad in the future. Yeah. And this guy's going to try this. This is his weakness. Right. Whatever exactly. happens, make sure this doesn't happen. Oh, oh my God. I, my lunch break's over. I got to go sell Clinique. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm I'll tell you the rest of my secrets after my shift at 630. Oh, this makes me God. even more mad about I this. I know. I didn't even think about that. I already didn't like it, and now I hate it even God more. God damn it. If they had amnesia, it would be one thing, That's but they exactly, remember yeah, right. everything. Oh yeah. my god. But again, again, this is the universe where Tuxedo Mask knows that doom is coming from right. the earth and decides to enjoy a party. This is true. true. <laughs> Everybody's an asshole. Well, and yeah. also, like, in their, like, reformed lives, they don't seem to have any, like, guilt about, like, oh, we did all these terrible things. We did. Once again, being, like... Let us tell you about yeah. how terrible we we are. Right. We attempted a genocide. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the plan. Yeah. The plan I mean, at least in, in, in the manga, yeah. is the plan yeah. is to literally repopulate the earth with droids. Yeah. yeah. And and they're like Oh my god, those droids, the design of Oh no, I'm thinking of the crystal droids. Never mind. Sorry. They're, I'll get to that later. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. we're basically done talking that's about really that. My, no, that's, 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 that's really my final point is I just wanted to point out that these reformed villains are not reformed villains. Yeah. They are just assholes yep. because yeah. they could stop everything and they choose not to. Mm-hmm. Man, they just want to live unassuming lives as Mary Kay clerks. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way my evil relatives will come and finish me when things go wrong. I'm sure I'll be fine working at Nordstrom's. Oh, this makes no sense. That makes me so mad. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah. So the this was loosely inspired by uh, Act sixteen of the manga, which is episode <laughs> yeah. nineteen of Sailor, uh, sixteen of Sailor Moon Crystal. Uh, that is basically the only thing they have in common is that Ami and Bertier play chess. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Yep. Uh, yep. So that episode of Crystal starts off with a flashback to Sailor Mars being abducted in the previous episode, mm-hmm. um, which is terrifying uh, and s- scary and sad. And then uh, it launches right into to Usagi basically accusing Chibiusa of being an enemy. Right. I sort of get where she's coming from. Like, it doesn't make me so... Like, in in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, her issue with Chibiusa is she's like, she's the only thing that's been a big change. Like, she arrived just as yeah. soon as all this other bad stuff started happening. Yeah. So you sort of understand where she's coming from. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think of it as like a malicious no, thing. No, no. It's like, a, you know something and you're not telling yes. me and this uh, is, my friends are, now they're gone. Like, yeah. See, I happening. went, I went 100%. I would have that exact same opinion because I have seen a lot of horror movies and I'm like, oh look, an adorable child mm-hmm. showed up right. and bad things are happening. That adorable child is evil. Yeah, right. it's her fault. You, yeah. This is you. Yeah. This is all you. Well, you are like the carrier of Bad juju. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then as Chibiusa is running away from angry Usagi, like Usagi sees that she has the silver crystal around her neck, like very much the same way that her dad had the silver crystal made into a necklace for her right. in the Dark Kingdom story arc. And Usagi's like, I don't, I don't know what to think. Right. And I actually loved the scene where right after that, you know, she basically runs home and her mm-hmm. mom's like, hey, Usagi, where's Chibiusa? She's like, I don't know. She's staying over at her friend's and like closes herself in her room and is like, I'm, I'm a monster. Yeah. I'm being horrible to this little child. Yeah. It, it was... It was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's better than like the, you know, like the catty relationship. Yeah, exactly. And also, you weren't see the other, uh, we see Luna tell Usagi to stop yelling at Yeah. Jesus, but we don't see what we saw in the past, which was, um, stop being so horrible. It's stop yelling at her. We need answers and from she's her. she's not gonna give them she's to us. She's not gonna give them to us if you yell at her. Yeah. It's not like, I'm being nice because this is the part of the show where my character says nice things. Right. It's like, no, this is a tactic, you you dumb dumb. It's so yeah. true. Don't scare her off. She's our only lead. Luna right. was rocking it in this episode. She was she on was it. She shows up at Mamaru's apartment when Chibiusa's out missing and is yeah. like, listen, I think you need to go find her. She's yeah. missing, and I don't think she should go home tonight because, like, Usagi is just Usagi's too emotional, and the little girl's too mm-hmm. emotional, and you you yeah. just need to handle it. Which Mamaru agrees with when mm-hmm. you know he does find Chibiusa and brings her back to his apartment, and which I thought was a really, really it was sweet. Cute. It's a really Such a cute dad moment, scene. and and we see Chibiusa's like nightmare of her terrible future. Yeah, oh my god, the apocalypse nightmare was not yeah. fun. And basically, in it, her her parents tell her like, if anything bad happens, you need to act. You need to go find Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. And she'll fix everything. It's so good. <laughs> and then we have this really, really, really cute moment where when she wakes up and Mamaru is, is talking to her and and they they bring up Sailor Moon and she's like, do you think is Sailor Moon, like, what does she say? Like, indefe- she says She says, is Sailor Moon, uh, is Sailor Moon really strong? Yeah. And yeah. he says, yeah, she's invincible. She's And he ah. says it, and he says it with this, like, pride in his, yeah. just, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's my baby. No. That's my bae. Yeah. No, my bae's the best. My girl. 
And they were broken up in this episode of the 90s. Anyway. I know. <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah. Oh, and let's not forget the tuxedo mask puppet. Oh, oh yeah. I I have a theory about I love, that. Okay. I love that puppet. <laughs> okay. Because it's the, the ongoing mystery of why do you own a puppet of yourself? Uh-huh. Um, Sailor V, it's established it was a video game. Right. right. People knew who Sailor V was. Right. My version of it, and I don't care how much I'm reading into it, I think... He had some memories of his former life without realizing it from when he was a child. I think he made that damn puppet and he just had it around. And then when he had to be a superhero, it was like, oh, I'm going to wear the outfit of that Aww. puppet that I made. Okay. My only argument against that is that <laughs> in the, okay, in the 90s anime, he is Tuxedo Mask at that aforementioned ball at like the end of the Silver Millennium. He's oh, like, yeah. Earth is coming to attack. I'm just going to change into this disguise and come to the party, right? Yes. Um, but that's not the case in the manga. Like, in the manga, he created the persona of Tuxedo Mask in the present day oh. to be a jewel thief looking oh, for the right. silver crystal. That's right. So that's my only argument against your theory. Well, Otherwise, fine. I think it's lovely. I'm, <laughs> I'm heartbroken that my theory that was complete <laughs> bullshit to begin with has been so cruelly crushed. But uh, you could at least be rest assured that he totally sewed that himself. Absolutely. Oh, he made that. He made oh, yeah. all those adorable little clothes for mm-hmm. it. Okay, so then here's my new theory. He <laughs> made a puppet so he could, pr- he could pretend he was stealing jewels from around his house. And he also has a Sailor V plushie that he won in a claw game and sometimes he makes them like fight. <laughs> <laughs> like in the uh, very beginning of Pretty Girl. Yeah, that's Sailor what I'm Moon. saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. that exact scenario of like, you will never get away with stealing those bull- those jewels. You'll have to catch me first, Sailor V. And then <laughs> Tuxedo Mask. Are you um, are you playing with your toys again? No. Get get out. <laughs> I told you to knock. Why don't you ever knock? <laughs> I would also like to point out something that I find terribly interesting. Uh, that doll, and this was in the manga, has a rose. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. The 90s anime really went a little crazy with that yeah, whole rose they, idea. They, they <laughs> ran on. They <laughs> took it and ran away. Wait, hold on. Is that... The, is that literally where it came the from? sum total of the rose? Yes. I think so. yeah. That's it in the manga. That's it. That's it? Yeah. We found the origin of the rose. Yeah, the origin of the rose is this scene. Don't that's, you feel that's like all of it? Don't yeah. you feel like we've leveled up now? <laughs> what in the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Think oh, yeah, he didn't he, have like a hot dog has, for oh, lunch. He'd just be throwing hot dogs <laughs> for all of the 90s. <laughs> and I mean, he has a very like 90s anime tuxedo mask uh, monologue here where he's like, you know, doing his ventriloquism with the doll and is like, if you are sad, this rose will wither and die. Like, it's... Yeah, it is so 90s. It's 90s casting. Fun fact, um, the Lunar Chronicles, when my friend Liz got her book signed Mm -hmm. by the author, Mm -hmm. that's what the author wrote on the front cover of her book. What? If you're sad, this rose will... If you're sad, this rose will die. (gasps) Aww. It was also apparently something that a magic mirror Sailor Moon toy would say if you pushed a button. One of the sounds that was programmed in was that the mirror would say that. I'm not sure why there was a magic mirror Sailor Moon toy. No, well, there were magic mirror toys all over. There were, yeah. They just put different, like, microchips right because yeah. it had nothing to do with like Neptune's mirror it no. was literally like a Sailor Moon mirror but then again they also had the moon cycles based on the sailboats from right. the, the Sailor Moon that might have been right right <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah uh, one thing I, I want to comment on just like the animation mm-hmm. in Crystal which you know is not perfect no not at all sometimes Usa, uh, Chibi Usa is really really cute and other times she's drawn like a baby prostitute oh <laughs> Am I the I, only one who has I, noticed that? I 
have not noticed that. Sometimes but. she's like, her lines are really simple and she looks like a kid. And then other times her lashes are too thick and she's got these like, like rosebud lips. Oh. And I'm just like, whoa, why are we mm. tarting up you, the, the six year old? You, you get, are you, you feel it's a little, a little Brooke Shields in Pretty oh, Baby. Yeah, oh. that's exactly how I feel. That is exactly how, <laughs> that's exactly I what I thought just about. Just kind of see her like a see? little doll. For me, <laughs> for me, it was the opposite where this is the first time that I don't feel like watching Mamaru and Chibiusa in a room didn't creep me out Oh no, I'm not yeah. talking about their interaction at all. I'm just talking yeah. about the animation. Yeah. It, it goes from being like too heavy handed with the lashes and the blush and the, but like little pink lips okay. and then it'll go <laughs> and then it'll go to be really simple and she'll look like she's supposed to be yeah. six. Yeah. It's inconsistent. Yeah. Um, um, so then, uh, there's a scene where she shows off Luna P, uh, and, and it talks. Yeah. Uh, when basically, cause Tuxedo Mask explains ventriloquism to her. She's like, I can do that too. Like she doesn't understand yeah. it. He's like throwing his voice. <laughs> she thinks like the doll is actually right, talking right. to her, which is adorable. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, and then Luna is like super confused by Luna P. Yeah. She's like, Luna P? What? What, what is- does the P stand for? Uh, Pluto. Okay, because just, Sailor Pluto gave her right. the uh, that's right. Okay, ball. I just okay. Yeah, that I did not. Yeah, know. that's how she communicates with Sailor a Pluto. Small little lady. Yeah, a yeah, small it's lady. a small lady, and she's like, "That's my name. My mom gave it to me. My <laughs> name is <laughs> my name is my mom's name. My mom's name. My mom's name. Nickname based on my mom's name. Small. My lady. mom's last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is it. That yep. is, that's exactly it. Oh my yeah. god. They yep. really are a princess, royal family. Princess Usagi, small lady serenity. <laughs> Chibiusa. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Someone on someone online made a play yeah. on the um the Harry Potter, uh, I named you after the two greatest wizards I oh, know thing. Yes. And it just it just says something to the that. effect of I named you after the three greatest women I know. And she says the whole name, and she goes, It's me three times. <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, it's super good. It. Uh, so then there's a scene with all the Sailor Senshi in the hideout uh, under the arcade, and that is where we learn about Ami's chess-playing ways. Mm. Uh, basically, they're like, we don't know what's going on with the Black Moon Clan. Uh, Sailor Venus is like, I hate to admit it, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. I I have no direction on this. And uh, Ami's basically playing chess. They're like, oh, Ami, we didn't know you played chess. She's like, yeah, it really helps me focus mm-hmm. and like be not stressed. Which I think is a huge point because a lot of people have complained that we don't see these people grieving for their lost friends. And I, I, think, I think they make it really, really clear in this scene that the reason that she's playing chess isn't because this is the part of the episode where I play chess. Yeah. It's because this is the way that she knows to focus, mm-hmm. to get her mind where it needs to be. I like agree. They, yeah. And she says that. And she says that with the swimming as well. Mm-hmm. Is she says, these things help me focus. Yeah. yeah. Because if she wasn't focused, she She'd would be just be heartbroken about, totally about Mars the whole time. Yep. Um, so then it's the next day and uh, Us- uh, Mamaru shows up at Usagi's house bringing Chibiusa home. Uh, Usagi's not super happy about the fact that Chibiusa stayed over at Mamaru's, but she's also dealing with like, she has the silver crystal. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to think about this girl. Like she's yeah. really rattled right. by the presence of Chibiusa. Also, I yelled at a six year old and I'm not yeah. feeling good about it. Yeah. yeah. She's not feeling good about that. Uh, and then she and Mamaru are like, you know, Chibiusa runs inside and Ikuko Mama is like, I'll make you pancakes. Because <laughs> Usagi's family is madly in love with Chibiusa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and then Usagi and Mamaru have a scene in the park where he's like trying to cheer her up about Chibiusa and she's like, not really having it. Yeah. Um, and then there's a scene where he like sort of 
kisses her yeah, somewhat strong, forcefully. Yeah, strong arms are into it. But not like a, like no. a, it's not a, like a aggressive smooching. No, no. It's just like, he's like, hey, and she's like, tenses up yeah, against him. and she's like, no. I feel, this And he is, just kind of leans in and yeah, does on the this head, is on, how, the head. on the head. It's this not, is how I read it. I read, I read it as, Usagi is so freaked out about what's going on, she's trying to push everybody away. Yes. Yeah. He knows that's what she's trying to do. And he's like, just come on, let me, let me. Yeah. <sighs> let me love you. Let me love you. I, I'm here. Okay, yeah. fine. Smooch on the top of the head. Like, I'm not like going to like sweep you entirely into my arms, but I'm not going to let you push me away entirely. No. And, uh, and I know some people on the internet had a huge problem with this scene. And I, I'm not trying to defend it by saying it's straight out of the manga. It is straight out of the manga. And I also read it the same way as you of like, she's trying to push everybody away. Mm -hmm. And he's like, don't do that. Because I know, I mean, I know sometimes when I get like emotionally frustrated and, and I'll be like, Really standoffish mm-hmm. with Sam. Sam does the same thing. Yeah, he's like, no, let me love you because I know you. Need, yes, I know you need me to. Yeah, and you're just being this way because you're freaking out. And ultimately, like, he is respectful. Like he, yeah. like, when she tenses up against him, he just kind of like leans over and kisses her on the forehead, and she like relaxes a little bit. So yeah. I don't know. I I did not have I, a problem with. I it mean, at they're all. in a relationship. Yeah. Not not that you know you get to manhandle your partner or no. anything like that. But I mean, I'm. They're together, they're in love, and he knows what she needs emotionally. Yeah. I, yeah I, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, it did not make me No, it didn't make me I did. I did not read it as someone crossing mm-hmm. someone else's boundaries. I read it as her being like, no. Yeah. No, don't love me. I need to think yeah. about things. And him being like, no, let me hug you. Okay, fine. Can I just try to hug you? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> fine. I'm just going to hold your wrist, lean slightly, and just kiss the top of your head yeah. then. But I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, we're back in the Black Moon clan hideout mm-hmm. uh, where we establish that Saphir is the one who is creating the droids yes. that their plan is to like replace the population of the Earth with. Uh, and Saphir kind of is like, uh, d- uh, Prince Demond, brother, I-, I think your tactics are yeah. a little much. I think you need to chill a bit. Yeah. And then like this third eye opens mm-hmm. on, on, on Demond's Demond. forehead. And you're like, what now? Yep. Uh, yeah. What? Yep. Uh, and then, <laughs> but it reminded the third eye reminded me of Sparky, Sparky, Boom, Boom Man. Oh, Sparky, Boom, Boom Man Sparky from Avatar. Man, yeah, oh, from Avatar. yeah. Because it's red and everything. Yeah. So I was like, uh oh. Oh, no, that's a different show. Yeah, totally different show. <laughs> uh, and then Rubius shows up and is like, whatever, it's fine. Oh. We all swore loyalty. So I had, uh, Adam had a request. Oh, okay. Um, Rubius. Yes. Who is the character in Street Fighter that's got the army pants and the crazy blonde Guile? He's Adam's request is that we nickname Rubius Ginger Guile. <laughs> Ginger okay. Guile? Yeah. Deal. Okay. Deal. Okay. That, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. I saw, yeah. When I saw him on Pi Day the other day, he's like, please tell me you're calling Rubius Ginger Guile. And I was like, you know what? I didn't think about that, but that makes but total sense. That makes total sense. They do shop at the I, same store. Yep. I'm telling, I just think that whole Black Moon Clan is just the hottest. They are so sexy. I like them to find a, a boy band. Ooh, <laughs> I am into. All of that. Yeah. I feel like yeah, Ruby, Sapphire, and Demond are all like Demond, super hot drawings. Yeah. Demond, <laughs> call me, <laughs> call me. I feel like the Dark Moon Clan. It, By it, call me, I do not mean destroy everything I no, love. No, no, no. <laughs> Just call me. But I feel like the the black the Black Moon the Black Moon yeah Black Moon Clan. I feel like the Black Moon Clan and the, the sheet and the sheets in there. And the Shitano like are separate boy bands. It's they like are. it's like it's like InSync and Backstreet Boys. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ooh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. No, like, like, 
Not she to know. The she to know. No, you don't. You no, can you love don't. them both. I liked them both because I loved them both. Yeah. Too. The she to know are like Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Like they've got like tight harmonies, and they were the original. Yeah, right, right. And then and like then, the like, Black Moon Clan can't dance. And yes, and they <laughs> stepped it up. They took they took what was already established for boy bands, and they were like, but we'll go one better. Yeah. And then in twenty five years, they're gonna go on tour together. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and we can all. Oh my god. And everybody can get babysitters for their kids to wait in line to go see it. Someone please make that tour poster. Make that tour t-shirt. Oh my God. I would do it. What would they call it? What would they call the tour? Oh my God. What would they call the tour? Oh my God. What would they call it? I'm hyperventilating thinking about it. Like I'm so excited about this non I don't even know. We should put it out there to the universe. Guys, guys, what would they call the tour? Please tell us. Someone come up with a creative name for the tour. And then we will make t-shirts. And we'll merchandise it. I fucking swear. If the Black Moon Clan was a boy band and the She were a boy band and they went on a tour together 25 years later and all the moms that loved them got to go to that show because they got babysitters. What would that show be called? What is that show called? Amazing. Oh my God. Yes. I'm, uh, like, I'm gonna pass out. I'm so, so excited. Uh, so yeah, Rubius is like, whatever, it's fine. Like we all swore loyalty to Demond and Wise Man. It's gonna be great. And then uh, Bertier shows up and is like, I'm gonna hunt down the girl who has water powers. Uh, just like Koan earlier right. was like, I'm gonna take care of that fire girl. Yeah, hey. that person who can do what I can do, I'm gonna make them hurt real bad. Exactly. Yeah. So then there's a scene of Ami, like basically where we see the practical application of her powers, where like, yeah, this she is the first time that we've seen that with the flow of water. It's almost like she's trying to locate Sailor Mars by like focusing on the flow of water and mm-hmm. like becoming one with that and experiencing all it's the different parts similar, of the world. Similar to the way that Tuxedo Mask can put his hand yes. to the yeah. earth and locate That's something. Very, very much of. so. Very much yeah. so. And so then, uh, yeah. So then we see Ami encounter this guy where there's a broken pipe. Like she shows the guy where, where there's a yeah. problem. Uh, and in the manga, this happened too. It was a little different. She was actually at the chess club in that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, some of the other girls went to wash their hands and the water pressure was crazy and it was freezing cold. And so then she goes to like seek it out. We don't get this nice internal moment of her being like, I'm trying to find my friends, but I just, nothing is working. Uh, So then we find out that uh, Bertie actually was the one that broke that pipe. Right. So like lure lure her out. Yeah. So basically Ami shows up and we Mm -hmm. see her like have found this, this, this break in the main. Yeah. And the guy's like, wow, thanks. We would not have known that. And then he leaves and all of a sudden she turns around and there's just this lady there and she's like, well done. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Ooh, well, and then, bitch. and then this is where we're introduced to the idea of uh, dousing, yes. which water, uh, water dousing was a thing that was done with a pendulum. Basically they would use a pendulum mm-hmm. that would swing and it was supposed to help you locate yeah. water or and dousing gold, rods or, or, or dousing mm-hmm. rods and gold veins yeah. also. Like it was a way to find water or gold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, my great grandfather. Some people still do that. Yeah. yeah. My great grandfather was a dowser. He yeah. always found water yeah. and sometimes his keys. Aww. Although I, I do That'd be ha- useful. <laughs> I thought I really did want there to be a moment because when we see her, she is dressed like Jazzercise Elsa. She's yes. wearing she yellow. Is. And I and she's on a school campus. I kept waiting just for someone to walk by and go, ma'am, ma'am, are you a student here? Yeah. I really need you <laughs> to put, put on, on some pants. We really need you to wear some pants which, if you're gonna be on campus. Which today. Later on, when <laughs> she's on television and she challenges her, she's still in the not same wearing pants. outfit. Yep. And still I'm just, not wearing and pants. And I'm like, does no one realize she's <laughs> naked? Yep. 
No one realizes how naked yeah, she is. Yeah, apparently nobody uh, has a problem me. with her not wearing pants. She never changes outfits. Even when she goes to the tournament mm-hmm. to play Ami at chess, yep. she's still in the same... I mean, that part makes a little more sense because later on it's revealed that everybody in that auditorium besides the droid. girls is a droid. Yeah. That I'll let them get away with. But like on television, not wearing pants. <laughs> Nobody says anything about Maybe it. Nobody was a droid too, interviewing Man, her. But, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, the camera crew, they yeah. taught all those droids how to run cameras and be showrunners. <laughs> right. Uh so basically, uh the, the <laughs> dousing thing is sort of important. Like she basically is like, "Oh, you're dousing without the use of a proper pendulum." And she explains in that TV interview later exactly, you know, what dousing is. Right. And all of the Spectre sisters except for pets they all have at some point like an association with some sort of fortune teller, basically. So, like mm. in the last one, we saw Koan was yeah, uh, in the future. Yeah, exactly. She was like reading palms, basically. Right. And then in this, Bertier is dousing. Right. Uh, so, uh, before they see that whole interview on TV where she challenges her, they actually see that as they're like leaving the Y. Yeah. Oh, and also, she just refers to her as the genius girl Ami, Ami Mizuno. Mizuno. How many Ami Mizunos are in Japan? It fucking seems like, like billions. Probably not that uncommon of a name. <laughs> there's there's just some girl who is not a genius at all that just goes, Oh, that's me. And someone goes, No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I did like the swimming scene. And, the swimming and in that scene, scene uh, so Ami's the other way that she tries to calm down, as we previously discussed, is swimming. Uh, Naru and Usagi show up there. Mm-hmm. Naru is like, Yeah, Usagi was feeling kind of down. My parents belong to this club, so I thought I'd take her out. And then Ami's like, oh, my dad belongs to this oh, club. Oh, yeah, and this is the first time we've ever heard her yeah, mention her dad. Yeah, we get introduced to the idea of her father, who is uh, supposed to be, like, an eccentric, traditional Japanese-style painter yeah. who is divorced from her very practical doctor mother. Right. Um, and she doesn't really have any contact with him as far oh, as we no. can tell. It, Except it that seems... she leeches off of his gym membership. Yep. <laughs> yeah. She has she has the chessboard he gave her theoretically. Yes, right. yeah. And the gym membership. Yeah. But it, it really does seem to be established yeah. that he's not around. Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't hang out or anything like that. Yeah. So, basically, and we also learned that he was the one who taught yeah. her to swim and play chess. Yeah. So she still has a connection to him, even though he's, like, not really in her life. Yeah. Uh, and so then, basically, we see the interview with Bertier, and then it's the chess match. Yeah. Um, which this it doesn't, this isn't, like, part of a tournament. This is just no. a, like, I challenge you to yeah, a chess game, yeah. Ami Mizuno. Yeah. Like when Bobby Fischer played that computer thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he played Deep Blue. Exactly. Yeah. So they Big show blue, up. Deep Blue? I don't, blue. Blue. I don't remember blue. the name of the computer. Yeah. But anyway, it's kind of like that. It's like that. Uh, so they're they're playing the chess game. She's wearing blue. Uh, there you go. Ami uh-huh. um, is Bobby Fischer. <laughs> <laughs> and Bertier is the computer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Sure. Um, so yeah, they're they're playing this chess game, and basically at the beginning of it, Bertier is like, uh, "Whoever wins this chess match gets whatever they want." Uh, and I liked that they incorporated the timers like from professional chess yeah. games where it's yeah. like when you're done yeah. you hit your thing yeah. uh, so good uh, and it makes it so much more dramatic it really does and so play. Ami's like I want you to give Sailor Mars back and she's like cool you're gonna give me Rabbit if you lose and Ami puts it together that yeah. Rabbit is Chibiusa yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. oh no this is a horrible I deal. just agreed I just agreed to hand you over a child yeah, yeah. I'm gonna trade uh-huh. a baby for my best for my best friend yeah <laughs> Oh shit. Well, and this 
chess match is so, like the chess match barely happens in the manga. Like in the manga, they basically sit down to play chess and then like the audience reveals that they're droids and they all fight. Like the other girls transform before Sailor Mercury even does, Mm -hmm. Um, which is not the case uh, in this particular scene. So they're actually like playing the chess game And uh, it is exciting. It is super exciting. And and Bertier like really screws with Ami's head. Yeah. Where she's like, you'll always be alone. You have nothing. And we see like flashbacks of like baby Ami being left by her dad. Yeah, like watching him walk <gasps> out the door. Yes. Oh my god. Because she's dowsing memories too. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm dowsing memories too. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh. She says her pendulum, because she uses her pendulum to yeah. decide where to move her next piece. Right. And she's like, with my pendulum, I can also read your thoughts. Yeah. Oh God. We see her. We see Ami's dad leaving. Yeah. We see. Oh man, you just. Oh, yeah, it's and and she starts to really falter, mm-hmm. and like she drops one of the chess pieces, and then in the back you hear. Yes. I know, and that kind of like brings Ami to her senses. But what I really liked was the way that she confronted Bertier. It wasn't like, I'm not alone. Look at my friends in the audience, which I would have liked too, but it was even deeper than that. It was, yes, one day I may end up alone. I may lose everything. Uh, You know, my friends, my pride as a sailor guardian, which is what Bertier said, Mm -hmm. one of the things she was specifically going to lose, but I will never lose my memories of them. I will always have those happy moments to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was a nice reflection of the fact that like, even though, yeah, Ami's dad left her, she still has fond memories of him and she still enjoys the things that they did together. Yeah. So, I really enjoyed. So she has like, well, sorry. But it's also, it's also just a really like grown up way of, of thinking about it, you know, like, because it would have been really uh, kind of a, a naive thing of being like, I have friends always and la, la, la. Yeah. But the reality is that you grow and, you, and, and people yeah, and grow you, apart or they move away or they die. And exactly. Also, you die. You die, yeah. yeah. You have died. You have seen people you love. You've mm-hmm. come back to life again. Yeah. Yep. But it, there's also that element of her being like, yeah, you know what? Like, uh, Berthier, um, I've died. And I'm back. Yeah. And I know that who I am and, and what it matters to me is always going to be real, even after I'm dead and gone. Yeah. So guess what? A checkmate. Hey, yeah. Yes. Eat it. <laughs> Bam. It's so freaking so good. good. I, it's such a good button. I want her to put on sunglasses oh, and with the music, hand when she puts the, the piece music down. that plays during that whole bit is so it's good. Super good. The soundtrack at that moment yeah. is so motivational. Like I, love I was it. pumped. I was like, yeah, get it. Kick her ass. Chess. <laughs> checkmate, biatch. Uh, but then, of course, Bertie is like, psych, I'm a bad guy. I'm not giving you Sailor Mars back. Right. Uh, and um, that's when Ami analyzes the people who are sitting in the audience and realizes they're droids. She mm-hmm. transforms into Sailor Mercury first, being like, okay, we're going to deal with this. Yep, handling it. Hand- uh, handled. Uh, so and she- the transformation scene is good it's as always. so good. They're I always, always cry during her transformation. Uh, I think it's because it always comes out of such an emotional moment. They do that with her a lot. Yeah, of like mm-hmm. the of like the loner who suddenly realizes that she's not. Uh, yeah. It's so good. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and she uses a variation on 
on Shine Aqua Illusion, Shine Snow Illusion, and she like freezes the droids. She yells out to the other girls like, they are not people, they are droids, it's yeah. fine, beat them up. The other girls transform and like go down to help her. Right. Uh, unfortunately, at that point, like Bertier has already trapped her, her in yeah. yeah in the water sphere. The design of the droids, they all look like little Hellraisers. They do kind of look like they little Hellraisers. Like that's what they. That's what they look like in the manga. They look like Cenobites yeah. from Hellraiser. Yeah. When did Hellraiser come out? In uh, early nineties. Early nineties. Super yeah. early nineties. Maybe wonder, even maybe even eighty nine. Yeah. I wonder if that wasn't uh, uh just a nod. Something that she incorporated even without realizing it. Hmm. Could be. Um, yeah, so Ami gets trapped in the water sphere. They uh, uh Sailor Moon uses Moon Princess Halation to kill Bertier. Um, much yeah. like she did to go on. Right. Uh, because people die, people die in this story. You don't people get no, news flash. You don't get a damn job. You get dead. Yeah. yeah. You get super dead. You do. Uh, and then Rubius shows up and he's Rubius, like, well, doesn't matter shit. that she's dead. Her water sphere lives on and we got Sailor Mercury too, bitches. Collecting, collecting the whole set. Yeah, c- gotta Come catch like- them all. <laughs> As he zips away, he just goes, gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> Team Rocket's blasted off again. <laughs> and uh and the episode ends with uh Sailor Moon screaming out Mercury in the most heart-wrenching uh, of ways. Upsetting. And Chibiusa looks at the person who's supposed to be undefeatable. Oh, I know. And we see yes. her doubt. Yeah, yeah. Essentially her entire salvation. Yes. Yep. She questions God. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's basically what happens. Never meet your heroes, Chibiusa. No. Mm-hmm. Never meet your goddamn heroes. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and that's where we're. That's, that's where. That's where off. it stops. So, uh, because they added so much onto the end of this episode with the chess match really being fleshed out, which I absolutely loved I loved the end of this episode way more than the end of this manga act however there were some scenes from the manga that they cut out and it wasn't just like Motoki's sister works at the fruit crown parlor (laughs) these were actually really important scenes that they cut out of the manga um so the sequence of events is a little bit different in the manga basically we don't see the scene with the girls in the arcade until the following day that doesn't happen in the like Chibiusa stays over at Mamaru's Mm -hmm. for the night montage uh, so right after the scene where uh, Mamaru is like, Usagi, let me love you, uh, there's actually a scene, that's when they're actually at the arcade. The first thing we see is all the girls in the actual arcade, not in the hideout. And Motoki is talking to them, and he's like, you guys, this isn't fair, I worry about you all the time, Sailor Mars has been abducted, he knows who they are. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. He's in on it. Yeah, he knows who they are now. Because he was brainwashed and then came, became conscious yeah, exactly. in the headquarters and the last time. Yeah, we in, were- and in the manga, like, there is a scene where, uh, where it, in that episode where he, like, comes back to his senses and Mercury and Jupiter are like, we'll protect you now, we'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Makata? Like, he knows who, he, yeah. he straight up knows who they are. Right. He's like their April O'Neil. He's totally their yeah. April O'Neil. Or, or their... Um, I mean, this is yeah, su- this is Superman stuff, but it's kind of like uh, La- uh, Lana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's totally. Oh, I wish we had that. I know he's totally in on it. Uh, that would have been but nice. But even more so than that, I wish we had the next scene. So Asanuma, uh, the little you know junior high kid yeah, who's yeah. like hanging around Makoto a little bit, he is like also at the arcade, and we see a scene of him. 
hero-worshipping Mamoru. Basically, we discover that Mamoru, he actually met on the day he was going to take his entrance exams to the, uh, I wrote it down, what is it called? The, uh, the Moto Azubu Junior High, like the really prestigious yeah. school that he and Mamoru both go right. to. For, and he encounters genius boys. For genius boys, exactly. And he encounters Mamoru and he's like, I'm sure you'll do great. And he's like, you're so self-assured. He's like, you gotta be super confident in this school or it will eat you alive. <laughs> Uh, uh, basically being like, listen, this school really is for great people, but I think you're going to be yeah. fine. He really, like, he's yeah. really nice and encouraging. But so like, you see why he's so infatuated with this cool yeah. like, adult person. But even more so, then there is a scene where Mamoru is playing soccer. Uh, it's like gym class and they're playing soccer and Mamoru gets hit on the arm real hard with the soccer ball. And they're like, oh, that looks really bad. You should probably go to the nurse. He's like, yeah, totally. He goes and hides behind a wall. And heals himself. Whoa! Holy shit! And he sees it. Yeah, and Asanuma sees it happen. He's like, humans don't have that power. Is he from outer space? That's your immediate jump to? Is that he's from outer space? Well, listen, listen. Everybody's obsessed with space in this arc of the manga. It's very true. Well, I mean, in the entire mythos of Sailor Moon. heal himself. Uh Uh-huh. That is so cool. Is I know. Cool. It's nice to know that he has like some form of magic he or something. He does. Well, and and the the next episode of so we're doing this podcast a few weeks behind actual Sailor Moon Crystal. So in the episode coming up at this point they've done the Pets and Sailor Jupiter episode. The next one is the Calaveras Venus episode sort of it's not really that Venus centric mm-hmm. but she is kind of the hero yeah. in it uh, and there's a gr- and like there's a great scene with Mamoru in it and I'm wondering if, if we'll it. if we'll see this incorporated oh, into on. that because I seriously doubt they're gonna cut the scene I'm thinking of mm-hmm. but yeah I mean I I was I'm like no but we didn't get to see yeah. Mamoru's powers which make perfect sense like when you really think about it because it's like it's he, a weird jump. Yeah, from I mean, what he was doing. able he was able to like revive Usagi when she got like mm-hmm. you know knocked out at the end of the last arc when she beat Metallia mm-hmm. with the silver crystal. So it kind of makes sense that he has healing powers, so right? He, so he could heal other people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I know. That's pretty cool. I I also hope that it when is. When does the a thing that I happens? Mean, because I'm a I'm a perf. When does the sex scene happen? Uh, in like two more episodes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it probably won't be in the show, but I yeah. am also reading. We the manga. can yeah. pretend it's on the show. Yeah. Uh, I will imagine that it was on the show. Even. I just, I need middle school me yeah. ne- needs it. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. No, I I did like the way that they handled it in. Um, so basically, like they've already like had sex by the time they show up, and they're like, "Chibi uses your daughter, surprise!" And they're like. Oh, but in uh, in Petite Etranger, they hadn't slept together yet. Right. So she was like, so that means that Mamoru and me, she gets like Oh, that's so right. Oh, oh man. I remember that scene. Oh, so I had forgotten how amped she gets yeah. about that. She got so stoked. She's like, you, the mental, and even her body language, yes. the way she says, yes. you see her like, we and put then, it together, and then we, and then, and then this, and the, oh yeah, <laughs> getting in the bone zone. <laughs> We're the mama. We're going to Poundtown, USA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so love it. yeah, so that that uh, this was the first 
act of uh, Sailor Moon Crystal that was kind of different from the mm. manga. Also, I loved yeah. how the ending was different, but I was very disappointed to see those scenes cut out. But I, I do think that that scene is too important to not have it all. I think so, too. So I think they're cutting it and putting it though somewhere now, else. Now I'm trying to remember if there's any payoff for it later, like if it ever happens again. Yeah, if he heals anybody so maybe, later. So maybe, maybe not. they cut it because it never happens again. <laughs> I don't know. We'll be revisiting all of the manga as we go Throughout this podcast, it's but it's been a couple years since I uh, reread it. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's gonna about wrap things up. Any uh, final deep thoughts, guys? Don't life lessons. Don't play chess. It's dangerous. <laughs> True. Uh, Frozen ripped off ninety sailor. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna say, why wouldn't you want to go to Pound Town with the Mamaru that is in Crystal uh. and? And Petit Etrange. Oh, yes. Oh, also, I think it's really funny that um, uh, the, the oh, what is his name? Wise Man? Yeah. yeah. Wise Man sounds like Wombat from Cute High Oh, my Club. God. Oh, that reminds I me. I super love it. That reminds me. So, I keep waiting for him to throw his hood off and just be and a be pink, the pink Wombat. wombat. <laughs> that reminds me. Wise Man also has a crystal ball that he's always looking into. Yeah. Is his crystal ball slightly better? Is it better than Beryl's because he knows who he the knows Sailor who Scouts the are? are. Is, yeah. his, is his crystal ball like the iPhone 6? Mm. Yes. Mm. Of it's got the feature balls. where when he puts his hand on it, um, his it recognizes his fingerprint and like right. unlocks. And more, yeah. more of the future. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, he also has a crystal ball. Well, and they also came from the future where like everybody is like super out about the no, fact yeah, that they're yeah. the Sailor I just think Senshi, it's funny yeah. that this is our second villain with a, with crystal, a crystal ball. ball. <laughs> I agree. Except that uh, uh, I'm sure he has it in the 90s anime as well, though we haven't really seen him in the 90s anime. We saw him like one time. Yeah, but we... I mean, we see we've seen him in every episode of this story arc of Crystal. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's very clear that he knows what's going on. Right. Unlike Beryl, who could just see vague shapes. Well, she was watching <laughs> Telemundo. <most laughs> of the time. Exactly. You're not sure what she was doing. <laughs> uh, so that is going to conclude this episode of Love and Justice, Ooh. a super serious Sailor Moon podcast. Uh, Lola, where can we find you? What are you up to these days? Wow. Well, if you want to find me on the computer, I'm <laughs> on. On Tumblr and I'm on Twitter at at Unwinona. That's U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. And if you want to see me in the for real on stageness, uh, well, you are in luck because there's three more weeks. Well, I don't know when by the time this show airs. There might, <laughs> there might conceivably be more weeks <laughs> of the stage version of Wet Hot American Summer, uh, which I am in, and it's going great. By the way, <laughs> Kelby, uh, on the interwebs, you can find me on Twitter at Real Femininity, and then on Tumblr and Instagram, it's Femininity, one word, like Prince before he became the weird symbol. <laughs> um, I'm I've got a lot of fitness selfies happening on, <laughs> on Instagram right now. If you want to be a part of that. Uh, that's about all then I got going follow on. Follow Kelby on Instagram <laughs> and you'll be able to see her sweet firebender outfit. Oh, yes. <laughs> she right. is. She's dressed like a firebender. I, know. I came straight from Kung Fu to record <laughs> the guys, show. Let me just re- let me just say that again. She came here straight from Kung Fu. Kung I'm not, Fu. I'm still a white sash, though. I just started. Pretty I'm badass. not very I'm not That's very still cool. pretty badass. Yeah, it's still oh, cool. You guys are so nice. It's still cool. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife. I'm also on Instagram at Emma Fife. You can find Emma Fife on Pinterest and on Facebook. 
they're all me. Uh, and uh, if you really enjoy listening to the sound of my voice or you want to see my face, I can also be found on AfterBuzzTV.com. On Thursdays, I host the wrap-up show for the sci-fi television series Face Off. That is at approximately 8.05 p.m. Uh, we tend to be kind of shoved to the wayside, so our like live stream doesn't always work. So yeah, but what if what if I want more shows? Look for that on YouTube. But yeah, I that's just, not enough? Uh, uh, you can also find me on the... After show for Transformers, Robots in Disguise, which is the new Transformers series that is airing on Cartoon Network. It's super cool. It's That's a, even more than meets the eye. It is more than meets the eye. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Darren Chris does a voice on it, so I'm hoping nice. maybe sometime he'll be a guest on the show. But even more so, I want Will Friedel to be on it, a.k.a. <gasps> Eric Matthews. A.k.a. Terry McGinnis from Batman <laughs> Beyond. Ask him if he likes Sailor Moon. I will. Bring him to me. <laughs> no, you don't understand. <laughs> Bring Will Friedel here so I can love him. Is there yeah. a restraining order we should do? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm working on it. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, guys. We absolutely love you. Uh, thank you so much also for all the wonderful reviews yeah! we have on iTunes. It uh, makes us feel special. We now have enough ratings on iTunes that when you look up our podcast, we show up as being rated five stars because all of our reviews are five stars. Uh, and we have four actual written reviews. And we love that. They make us feel fancy. Yeah, yes. but also we really like to know like what you guys like about the show and what works, and even what doesn't work. Yeah, because you know we're we're kind of new and we're just figuring it we're out. We're just figuring it out too, and so we just love we love interacting with you guys. So the more you do that, the more we can make this the best show it could possibly be. Yes, and you can interact with us by following us on Twitter at LNJPod. That's letter L as in love, letter N as in Nancy, encompassing all of the word and letter J as in justice, pod, P-O-D. Um, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes as well so you can get these podcasts as soon as they're added to our feed and you don't have to wait for them to actually show up in the iTunes iTunes store. So yes. thanks again for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. Well, we won't see you, but uh, you know what we mean. You'll hear our voices, and that's that's basically the same thing. I miss you already. <laughs> 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 <laughs>